Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Out the Box Podcast, Season 2. I'm your host, Jaylen, and I'm so excited for you to hear everything I have to share with you today. Today's episode is about purity culture and why I personally think it shouldn't exist. As always, while you're here, follow me on Instagram at OTB underscore underscore podcast. You can also check me out at 587fm.com Monday through Fridays, 9 a.m. for live streams of my episodes. So before I get into the content, I am going to say that I will only be referencing women throughout this episode because purity culture most likely does not apply to men and men are usually praised for being sexually active. Um, So I will only be referencing the experience of women with this subject. Um, So what is purity culture? Purity culture is simply the act of abstaining from sex until marriage. Now, when I say I believe this shouldn't exist, I don't mean it in literal terms. I mean it in the sense that if someone chooses to abstain from sex until marriage, it should be a voluntary and conscious decision and not something that they're doing because of societal norms and pressures. So with that, I'm going to be talking about why I believe we shouldn't teach women to wait for marriage to have sex, um, the history of marriage, how we view women, and virginity monitoring. So first, I'm going to be touching on why I think that we should not teach women to wait to have sex until marriage. Um, And so I broke this down into four different points because if I do not, I will ramble on forever. So the first point I want to make with this is that this teaches women that to view marriage as a requirement for life. Um, So if you're growing up and you have someone teaching you to resist and ignore your natural human urges and desires until you find a man to share a bank account with, um, and you don't get married, that's going to make you feel like there's a hole left or I I just can't imagine feeling some kind of void, you know, and the pressure that that puts on women to make themselves quote unquote wives or to find a husband or to find out how to quote unquote be a wife instead of being themselves or not getting married at all if they don't want to, which brings me to my next point that all women don't want to get married. So, you know, girls grow up and they get taught, well, you you shouldn't have sex until marriage. Um, Oh, it's a sin and all of that stuff. I'm not even going to get into that because that's a whole another book that I'm going to open up a different time. Um, But if you're growing up and you're being taught this, but you literally have no urge to get married, but you don't want to like have sex and act out on your natural human desires because you think that all of these things are going to happen. It just makes out for a very confusing situation. Now, I want to make it clear that I'm not at all saying that we should raise girls to be sexually promiscuous or whatever the fuck. What I'm saying is that instead of teaching girls that they have to get married when they get older, why aren't we educating them properly to the point where they can make their own conscious, healthy, and independent decisions about what to do with their bodies? Teaching girls to wait for marriage, to have sex, 
is a closed-ended lesson. And what I mean by a closed-ended lesson, um, I'm kind of tying this back to manipulation techniques. So if you listen to my last episode about dark psychology and manipulation, um, I talked about the manipulation technique of limiting someone's choice. So I gave the example of a guy coming and asking you out and him saying, when can I take you out on Thursday or Friday? So that's a closed-ended question because there's only two options. Instead of um, an open-ended question, can I take you out? Because that leaves room for no. So when we bring it back to purity culture, telling young girls that you have to wait for marriage to have sex is closed-ended because it makes it seems as though there are no other options. It makes it seems as though not getting married is not an option. It makes it seem as though having a woman for a partner is not an option. And both of those are very much options. So that brings me to my next point, that all women don't want to marry another man. Um, there are plenty of gay women in the world and women that would very much prefer to not have kids and get married to a woman or get married to a woman and adopt or do a surrogate or something like that. Um, so there are plenty of options, you know, and you never know what your child is going to grow up to be right so when you're teaching them these lessons that like limits their character and limits their personhood because telling young girls that you have to wait until you find a husband to have sex is literally identifying them before they can identify themselves that's telling them that you're going to get married before they made the conscious decision that I would like to get married. I would like to have somebody in my space 24-7. I would like to share a bank account with somebody. I would like to go half and half on everything with somebody. They haven't even made the conscious decision to want to do that, but you're in their face when they're eight and nine years old telling them that they have to resist their natural human desires until they find a man. I think it's ridiculous. So let's talk about the history of marriage. So when I say that the teaching of abstinence um, makes marriage seem as a requirement for life, I mean literally that um, because we all know that there was a point in time where women couldn't get jobs um, or get their own bank accounts without a man. So marriage pretty much was a requirement because we simply could not function in the real world without the help of a man. And fortunately, gratefully enough, we are not in those times anymore and women do not need men to function, which is why I believe society is moving more towards um, a progressive attitude when it comes to purity culture and women having complete autonomy over their bodies. Now, when it comes to marriage, um, I just want to talk about a couple of things that I notice in the traditions of weddings. So I want to talk about how some of the wedding traditions that we see today and view as traditional is rooted in misogyny. Um, and if you are not familiar, misogyny is the dislike of, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against women. 
So I want to talk about this tradition of the father giving his daughter away on her wedding day. So this tradition is rooted in way back when, when women were viewed as property of their fathers. Yes, property. Women were viewed as property, as objects to their father. And the father giving them away during their wedding represented a transfer of ownership from her father to her new husband. A transfer of ownership. So the teaching of abstinence is all in all rooted in women being objectified and treated as property. When marriage was a requirement. Women are not required to get married. And of course, I have to talk about the white dress because um, <clears throat> men have created this uh, concept that a woman should be pure for marriage. And if she's quote unquote pure, then she gets to wear a white wedding dress. And it's such an honor because I haven't been hauling around like my future husband has. Like, it's ridiculous because why... Why isn't the man expected to wear white? If we're if you're supposed to be pure for marriage and um, premarital premarital sex is supposed to be a sin, why isn't this purity, this concept of purity, pushed on men the way that it is on women? It's a one sided concept. Therefore, it's hypocritical, and I don't think that it should exist. So I want to go to my next point that we as a society have to stop basing a woman's value on her getting married and or having children. Uh, we've placed so, so much emphasis around these two things when it comes to women. Again, this is a one-sided emphasis as well because if a man doesn't have a wife or kids, he's just a bachelor. Um, but if a woman doesn't have these things, even though she prefers to be single and to not have the responsibility of children, she's going to be looked at like she isn't woman enough or her womanhood is going to be questioned or people are going to ask her, why don't you have any kids? Or when are you getting married? How about you mind your business? And I was seriously like, mind your business and don't ask people those intrusive questions because for one, you never know what people are going through. Um, all women aren't capable of having children. Some women have had failed marriages and failed engagements and you asking them about their personal business can be a very big trigger for them. Um, so a woman's value is not based on her bearing children or her getting married to a man. A woman is a woman. Whatever decisions she decides to make in life, whatever kind of lifestyle she decides to lead, nothing makes someone more, more woman than the other. So we have to stop putting these pressures on women to succumb to societal norms and to be the expectations of other people because everyone has their own vision for themselves. Everyone has their own lifestyle that they want to lead. And it literally, if everyone would just mind their business and not worry about what other people do with their bodies, the world would be a better place. And that includes your children. That's not saying 
don't teach them about their bodies, but you don't want to monitor it or try to control it because it is not yours. Which brings me to my last point about virginity monitoring. Now, virginity monitoring or something of the sort is something that I believe all women and girls can relate to, whether they've had a personal experience with it or they know someone that has experienced it, something of the sort, um, because the world and including our parents have this weird obsession with controlling their daughter's bodies and they don't keep the same energy for their son not to say that they should be trying nobody's body should be you know controlled by their parents because body autonomy is real and it should be more you know normalized for children to have autonomy over their bodies um but i want to take the most recent example of T.I. and the radio interview he had where he came out publicly um, and quite frankly embarrassed the shit out of his daughter and said that he takes her for an annual checkup to check her hymen. Um, so there's so many things wrong with this. The first thing wrong with this um, is that for one, he said it on the radio publicly and just put her sex life out for the world to hear. And I just can't imagine how like embarrassing and traumatizing that was, you know? And then she had all these grown men coming under her social media pages, talking about her hymen and her body and something that was supposed to be personal to her. Like body autonomy is having complete control over what you do with your body and over what, People know about what you do with your body. She did not voluntarily put that information out there. Her controlling and obsessive father put that out there for the world to hear and opened the door for her to be judged. Um, another thing wrong with that, he is not keeping the same energy for his sons. Um, if you've ever seen the show, um, I think it's called Family Hustle with Tia and Tiny and they, you know, they document their family and everything. And they have a couple of boys and all of their boys, not all of them, some of them are a little young, but at least like two of them are sexually active. And you can tell the difference in the energy by the way he treats his teenage boys. Because when his teenage son talks about having sex or being with girls, it's just ha ha jokes and laughing. But his daughter has to get her hymen checked every year. You know, I can't imagine how like embarrassing and invasive that must be for your father to be that like worried about what's going on between your legs. And so when I say that we don't need to be virginity monitoring, instead of monitoring what someone else does with her body, we need to focus on education and educating girls on how to be um, selective with who you let into your space and who you share your energy with and the consequences of having multiple sex partners and how to protect yourself and all of these things that come along with um, being sexually active and not just telling girls, you need to stay a virgin. Because if your sons want to be sexually active, I'm sure your daughter does too, you know, maybe she doesn't. But if she does, she should have the right to do so. Again, these are natural human desires that are being suppressed by obsessive and controlling parents who he's and he called it thought monitoring. Like... <laughs>
bad monitoring. Like it is if if it wasn't bad enough that you just came on the radio and put this girl's business out here, then you're gonna call your act of obsessive control over her hymen thought monitoring. Like it's truly a disgrace because men like him are worried about his daughter meeting someone like him or whoever he was when he was younger and how he treated women and how he ran through women. He's afraid of his daughter meeting someone like him. And so therefore he calls it thought monitoring. But so he's trying to prevent his daughter from becoming this quote unquote thought, but he's not trying to prevent his sons from being who he doesn't want his daughter to be with. So we just like society has this obsessive control over women and men are never like taught self-control they're never like women have to make themselves smaller like you have to cover yourself up you can't wear shorts when your uncle comes around like why the hell not i'm 14 he's 54 he should not be looking at me like i should be comfortable in my own house so why are we teaching young boys and young men self-control Instead of instead of trying to control the girls and letting the boys run wild and free. Another thing um, that was extremely ignorant on T.I.'s behalf is that hymen checking is a very uneducated decision because hymens can be um, popped whatever you want to call it during anything like if you ride horses if you do gymnastics if you've been riding a bike you're on a scooter like anything could happen so he's just making these uneducated decisions to monitor his daughter's vagina and you know my question was like if one day y'all went to the doctor and her hymen just wasn't there anymore what was gonna happen like what was gonna be the follow-up to that you know what I'm saying? Okay, she fucking, so now what? Like, you're going to lock her up and keep her in, in, in the tower and wait for her prince to come rescue her from the dragon? Like, no, that's not how you help someone. That's not how you protect anyone by being controlling. And I know that he's a father, and I know that he did not have ill intentions with doing this, but... He really, like, and fathers in general, people in general, we need to look at our girls and our daughters as their own person. How I was talking about earlier, how women used to be viewed as properties of their fathers. Uh, that's the vibes I'm getting from this, you know? And I think that those misogynistic tendencies have definitely been ingrained in a lot of men's DNA. It's been ingrained in society for men to think that they have to do these certain things um, to quote unquote protect women when there's a lot of things that women don't need protection from. Like she doesn't need protection from boys. Like there's boys everywhere. She doesn't need protection from boys. She just needs to know how to make the right decisions. Monitoring girls' bodies are not going to teach them to make the right decisions. It's going to teach them to be sneaky and it's going to teach them to not um, tell you anything and to not trust you with anything because you all up in a mix. So 
Just let these kids be free. Let them be who they are, but teach them how to make educated decisions so you don't have to protect them from things that they don't need protection from. So that's all that I have for you all today. I really hope that you all enjoyed this content and make sure you stay on the lookout for my next episode. And ladies, always remember that you are not anyone's property and it's your body, your choice. This is Out the Box Podcast. Until next time. We teach girls to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you can threaten the man. Because I am female, I'm expected to aspire to marriage. I'm expected to make my life choices, always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. A marriage can be a success, joy, and love, and mutual support. Why do we teach girls to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think can be a good thing, but for the attention of men. We teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminist, the person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of sex and sexes. You wake up, Alice, house up, Alice.